Welcome to Flight Deck Clubhouse, the private podcast specifically designed for one main reason, your convenience. We want to ensure that if you're ever unable to attend the live Zoom check-in calls each and every Thursday at 7 p.m., that you can catch up with everything you need and get the clarity you need to move forward each and every week. With that, please understand there are no stupid questions and you are here to learn and get incredible results for life, not simply be spoon-fed a training and nutrition plan, which you have no real understanding of what you're doing or indeed why. Our key core pillars of Flight Deck are speed, community, clarity, and setting up the foundations for a lifelong physique transformation. That being said, please ensure you're being an active member of the Facebook group as Victoria and I are in there daily to ensure every single person is sorted. The only way you won't win inside Flight Deck is if you stay quiet, don't lean into the resources or support, and tell yourself stories about why it didn't work out for you. Lastly, do make sure you are logging into the private portal on a weekly basis to ensure you're up to date with all the new material provided in drip feed fashion so you can get implementing. You can go ahead and find that at www.slcoaching.london login. Before I go, I want to give you some traits of our most successful coaching clients inside 23Lean so you can mimic those traits and get winning yourself. Number one, they are quick to implement. They don't consume information passively and whenever there is a new training or resource, they implement quickly for the very best results. Number two, they don't stay stuck and they ask for help as soon as they need it. And number three, they are quick to share both their wins and their lessons. Enjoy the catch up and the training and I'll see you on the inside. Boom. Welcome in guys. It is February the 3rd, 4th, February the 3rd and uh, another flight deck check-in. And what we wanted to do this week is something a little bit different just because people that have now been in the program for at the very least, you know, three weeks, four weeks, now has come to the time where potentially we can look at, you know, actually changing your protocol, like adapting it, tweaking it and making sure that we're exactly where we need to be when it comes to your goals, rather than just giving you a plan and being like, cool, hope for the best sort of thing. So for those of you that now check in each and every week, Victoria and I spend the hour beforehand going through everyone's sort of progress, their check-ins, their measurements, their pictures, their weigh-ins, their subjective feedback, and making sure that they're, you know, exactly where they need to be. And if we now feel that there needs to be some sort of iterations, we're going to relay that to you on this call, which is great. And as always, this is now a collaboration between us and your goals. It would never be, hey, do this, don't ask questions, off you go. It's very much like, hey, based on what you've reported, we think you should go down this route because of X, Y, and Z. What do you think? Yes, I think that's a good idea. Okay, great. Or no, it's not a good idea because of this. That's fine, okay? So please understand, this is now us collaborating with you, never like a dictatorship of like, do that and don't ask questions. That's simply not how we coach. Um, Hopefully that makes sense, all right? So as always, you can now listen back to this on the podcast, in the group, but uh, yeah, I think you're going to enjoy this. So Vic, what do you want to do? Do you want to go through feedback first or should we go through questions? I'm happy to, to take it as, as you wish. Um, yeah, should we go through questions and then we can go through feedback? And if, if anyone's got any questions on their feedback, we can continue. And those ones that, you know, haven't checked in or anything, don't need to. Absolutely love it. Yeah, let's do that. And also, uh, as always, like this is now your time to, to ask questions um that you potentially haven't had time to uh, in the group and what have you so if there's anything that you want covering please just raise a hand chuck it in the chat box and we'll make sure that we're good to go if at all possible if you turn on your screens rather than off that'd be fantastic so it feels like we're talking to people not just a brick wall that'd be really really cool all right vic let's uh, blast out these few questions hey donna hey andy good to see you guys wicked cool. 
Right. So question number one, I wanted to know your thoughts on body types on predicting the best meal training plan for effective fat loss if traditional methods of fat loss don't work. Cool. So I'm not going to repeat myself, but essentially, uh, I think Shu asked this question and the answer is in in the little chat box. But essentially, for those of you that don't know, somatotypes was like a thing whereby they had in the past this this kind of like body types that they kind of pigeonholed everyone into. So either like an ectomorph, typically very sort of skinny, small frames, a mesomorph, which was like, you know, the, the one that everyone wants to look like, sort of like small waist, wide shoulders, muscly. And then you've got an endomorph, which is naturally sort of like thicker and bigger set. And essentially it was like based on your body type, you now need to do different things with training and nutrition. Again, there is literally not a shred of science to back that up. That's just not a thing. It's not worth a second of your time. And hopefully I've now debunked that properly in the comments. So take a look at that if you want, but it literally doesn't, doesn't merit any sort of uh, anything to worry about whatsoever. So let's just move it on. Cool. Next question. What are your thoughts on sleep deprivation? I've never been a good sleeper around six hours max. I'm up early and asleep early. I tend to get to the gym around 5.30, do my steps in the afternoon. Um, I have a fairly intense job that is mentally taxing sometimes. Do you have any tips? Um, I tend to fall asleep around 9.30 and wake up at 3.30. And what effect does poor sleep have on the ability to lose weight? Yeah, such a wicked question, Vic. I tell you what, I'm going to go through the effect it actually has, how important it is. You yeah. have a little think about, you know, tips and tricks to potentially get a better sleep, wind down, da, da, da. is that cool? Yes, yes. Grand. Okay, cool. Such a solid question. And this is, again, one of our sort of four key core pillars inside 23 Lean. So we've got managing your nutrition, um, you know, your, your steps or your cardio, resistance training, and then sleep and stress. Like it's that important. It's literally one of our key key core pillars. So safe to say it's, it's integral to like your progress and your results, managing sleep, managing stress. So much so that it quite literally affects everything in terms of like mood, fertility, strength, but the, the kind of like the whole reason why it's actually integral for you guys is because it affects your ability directly to, to burn fat and build muscle, right? So even as much as like going from seven hours to five, there's like a 42% drop in your ability to, to burn fat and build muscle, mainly because it affects hunger really negatively or positively, depending how you want to now look at it, Yeah. So you can still have like four hours of sleep every night and then get to your goals just fine. It's just harder to do so. And we know that typically hunger is the biggest killer of any diet whatsoever. And you're already putting yourself on the back foot. So now we're in this deficit, but you want to chew your own arm off because you're so hungry. Now, those of you young kids and like I'm one of them, what can you do sort of thing if they're up at night sort of thing? There's, there's not a whole lot you can do until they potentially get a little bit older. But, uh, you know, what I want Vic to do is just give you guys some tools, some tips, some tricks to A, take it seriously and B, have a little think about what you can do differently to get some better sleep because therefore you can adhere to the diet better, you recover better, we burn fat faster, we build muscle faster and you get to your goals quicker. So it's literally, it's not just like, hey, get more sleep because it's good for you. It, it, it impacts everything you are now here for. All right. So uh, yeah, Vic, what, what comes to mind? Yeah, so... I've, you know, suffered with sleep deprivation in the past. So I've worked with a doctor on this. So I've just listed a few things that they kind of got me doing. Um, number one, blackout blinds. If you don't have blackout blinds, an eye mask so that it's just completely dark. Making sure that your room is nice and cool. It can be really hard to sleep if you're quite hot in bed. Um, stopping screens, so bright screens from your phone, from your laptop, from your TV around an hour before bed and just learn to relax. If you can't do an hour, at least half an hour. Read, take a bath, stretch, just do something away from those screens just to try and relax and tell your body, right, it's time to sleep now. 
alcohol does massively affect your sleep as well so if you drink alcohol often that could be something that's causing you to kind of stay awake um a good cutoff point for caffeine is around 2 p.m just to get that out of your system um and even things like diet drinks you know your coca-cola that all has a little bit of caffeine in it as well so it's just good to note that um avoid eating and drinking before bed Again, that can massively affect your sleep, especially if you're waking up to need the toilet. So that's why I say drinking as well as eating. Try to get into a good routine. Wake up at the same time. Go to bed at the same time. Make sure you've got a comfortable bed. And I think, Sharif, you had a good supplement, didn't you? You said um, that you were using that was quite good. Yeah, 100%. But before I even do that, I really want to take stock of everything you just said because absolutely gold. And I feel like... Yeah. Now, listening back on that, that is your answer. I, I can tell you about supplementation, all the rest of it, but generally people go, what's the supplement? And they kind of forget all of that bit and they just want that kind of like plaster over the, the bigger problem sort of thing. So I do take um, like a, a concoction of uh, zinc, magnesium, 5-HTP uh, and L-tyrosine, which essentially doesn't make you drowsy or anything, but when you do sleep, it allows you to sleep a little bit better. Um, I'm very happy to give people the link and all the rest of it. But again, this is now the same thing as like someone, you know, taking a protein shake and not actually training it's like because if you're just going to take the supplement and then ignore everything which Victor said nothing good's going to happen you know you do need that lifestyle management and optimization um so yeah like I say I fully empathize with the mums here that are like that's all well and good but my little one's up uh listen I get it but if you can do and if you're like you know if you're scrolling on your beds and your phone and what have you like don't do that like the, the kind of the blue light which the screens emit really plays havoc with the melatonin production in your brain which is released when we sleep and if that's not happening we get up groggy you can't you know get into the swing of things so it's integral and you're probably sick of, of me saying this but there is going to be a training on sleep specifically in the lab in due course because it is so so powerful but i think if you now just kind of grab on to fix uh tips and i'm very happy to send you the link re supplementation um, just bump that up the priority list a little bit and watch how easier it is to get to your goals, 100%. Yeah, I think the big thing a lot of us do, it's the whole um, phone in bed. Because if you keep doing that and you've got a habit now, when you're led there, your brain is constantly thinking, I need to be working or I need to be messaging someone because it's so used to doing it. Try to make a rule, I will not have my phone in my bed. Bed is just for sleep. My bedroom is just for sleep. Um, yeah, next question. Yeah, cool. We could talk about probably for about an hour sort of thing, but those are the fundamentals. So let's, let's move it on. Um, next question. Where, as I feel I'm slowly winning in most areas, getting on top of my nutrition and workouts, etc. I on occasions feel absolutely knackered and exhausted. Is this normal and down to the dramatic change over the past month? I'm pretty sure that was from Andy, right? Yeah, dude, yeah. Uh, because you submitted feedback this week, I think you might've come on the call just in time, but essentially we're now going to go through the people that submitted feedback this week and like talk to them about any sort of alteration. So I've actually written notes about that for you personally in a minute. So I'll get to that um, because that situation sort of pertains to you. I've got some suggestions there sort of thing, but yeah, hold that thought. We'll come back to it. All right. Last question. What are the breathing techniques? I find I hold my breath and I'm sure I shouldn't. So when training, yeah. Uh, so essentially, we now want to exhale, exhale on the hardest part, inhale on the easiest part. Try not to think about it because then like you'll just hold your breath sort of thing. But think of any movement you're now doing. Take anything, a bicep curl. What's harder to curl it or to lower it? To curl it is harder. So I want to exhale on the hardest part, inhale on the way down. Yeah. Take another exercise, anything you want. Take a, a chest press. Yeah. We're going to inhale as we lengthen, exhale as we push and as we shorten. This doesn't matter too much. The more you think about it, the more you're probably going to inhale, exhale, just hold your breath sort of thing. As long as you're breathing, I think we're fine. Um, this is not something which needs to be 
consciously thought about, especially if we're now thinking about reps and tempos and all sorts. All right. So as long as you're breathing, we're good to go. Um, I think that covers it. Yeah. I used to just think breathe out when I lift. So as breathe I out on the hardest part, breathe out when you lift. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly. Um, cool. Was that all the questions covered? Yeah. That's all of the questions covered. Fantastic. And like I just said, if there's anything that you, we haven't covered that you want us to go through again, unmute, come on chuck in the chat box this is this is your time to make sure that you're really really clear for the for the next few days now moving forward all right um but while we do that and while you have a little think let's just go through the feedback because there's quite a lot of people to, to get through this week yeah cool all right um but, 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 but vic do you want to start or should i yeah i can start so the first one we had was ralph and obviously you're suffering from covid right now so the main thing needs to be literally just to get better so if you need to if you're feeling absolutely exhausted up your calories by around 500 but yeah your main focus just needs to be getting better you've been doing amazing but yeah that's that's key right now yeah 100 and that's for everyone that seems like a lot of you are getting covid right now but that is the advice yeah you're not going to lose your gains you're not going to lose your progress you do need to concentrate on getting better before we now start thinking about pushing again all right and it's a bit annoying especially when you first started and you're kind of getting into it and you get hit with this but you know you're just going to take like 50 steps back if you don't listen to that all right cool okay next we got laura now laura's pretty new into the coaching program um but essentially everything's going really really well we don't want you to make any changes in terms of nutrition in terms of training and we love that like you're feeling more toned you're feeling like better already um i think vic did did you want to do some measurements next week, potentially? Yeah, if you could get some measurements next week, that'd be awesome. But incredible. Basically, we don't want to create a problem that doesn't need to be there. So like if you carry on along this, this path sort of thing, that's absolutely amazing. And when you do stall or when you're not kind of feeling like you're marching towards your goals and obviously we'll make iterations, but essentially carry on because this is sweet and we're really pleased with your progress, So which is awesome. Cool. Uh, cool. Yeah, oh. go ahead. Yeah, then we got Martin. And again, you're doing awesome. So just carry on with what you're doing. Exactly the same thing you're doing. And again, just try and address, address your sleep problem. So take note of some of those things that I've mentioned about dark lights, no screens, caffeine, et cetera, et cetera. And try to focus on improving your sleep and just keep doing everything else that you're doing. And if you could also get some pictures and measurements next week, that would be great. Awesome. Pretty sure Martin's down about four keys. Is that right? Yes. That's so, so good. That's fantastic. So like, like, again, like I was kind of saying, just to, with Laura's feedback, like we, it's really important not to create a problem that doesn't need to be there and just make random changes for the sake of it. But that's solid. So now if we just kind of tweak sleep and address it, that's amazing. So good job, man. That's brilliant. Um, cool. Victoria, did you want to do Rachel? Yeah. So Rachel doing absolutely amazing. You're literally right where you need to be. So just continue doing what you're doing. And again, if you can get some pictures and measurements next week, that'll be awesome. But yeah, I love it. I can definitely see some definition coming in in your last pictures. Incredible. So, so good. Uh, I have got Sarah. Uh, Sarah, your happy scale is looking really, really good. It's coming down nicely. I remember that when we first sort of had our kickoff call, you were like, you know, the, the kind of initial few pounds are, are normally not too bad. Then it's potentially the, the kind of, you know, that, that stubborn laugh, hearthstone that, that kind of potentially trips you up. And that's not just you, that's everyone. Um, but essentially, if we now carry on with the way you're doing it, you're kind of getting your sessions in and you said you'd be able to pull yourself back after like a few wobbles or, or kind of inaccuracies. That's incredible, you know, and like that's why I like happy scale as well, because it allows us to now zoom out. Yeah, your, your scale weight's going to go up, down, left, right. Doesn't matter. Day to day does not matter. When we now zoom out, we can see that nice trend. Yeah, so that's fantastic. We don't want to make any changes. That's the phenomenal. So uh, carry on the way you're doing. It's looking really good. 
Cool. Then we've got Rue. So advice there is literally just to keep doing well, trying to get to your calorie target as best as you can, because really we've only really had two weeks on it because the first week we weren't really to the calories. So just try and get to those calories. And again, because we're females, we kind of want to compare month one to week one to month two, week one. And we haven't got enough data there just yet of you sticking with sticking at the calorie range. So if you can just get back onto that, stick into the calorie range that has been given to you, um, and then we can continue to monitor progress further. So Rue, obviously I know you personally, and obviously I know your goals and what have you, and I know that we've also just booked a holiday. And so, yes, well, I think that, you know, potentially adherence let's tighten up just a little bit because i think the first week um you know due to where you were in the cycle you were like look hands up i'm going to eat more food sort of thing and that's totally cool i actually think that even if you did stick to 800 calories probably 1800 calories not 800 1800 calories i'm not convinced that would produce like a big enough deficit for you personally so essentially if we can now do 1600 or we recommend you sort of pull calories down just by a couple hundreds because we've looked at your hunger scores and all the rest of it and that uh, it looks like you know hunger is not too much of an issue so that's what we would now recommend so just pull calories down just a little bit increase adherence like vic says and essentially we're going to see some faster progress now we're also really cognizant of the fact that you're just getting that consistency back in the gym sorry my little one's uh screaming let me just close the door <laughs> he might not have any clothes on so uh everyone just look away but anyway <laughs> we're going to carry on yeah so Rue essentially it's kind of up to you like if you're happy with the rate of progress in which you're now seeing then I would say stick to 1800 calories however if you're not happy and if we can push things further without any sort of detriment to hunger or anything like that I would actually drop it down just a little bit yeah because still at 1600 that's roughly sort of 12 calories per pound um, which is not too much of a deficit so let me know your thoughts we can go back and forth or we can just basically tighten up on the current plan let me know let us know all right Cool. Um, ba, 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 ba. Let me carry on. I'll do Shu. I'm pretty sure she's on the line. So Shu, you're getting stronger, which is incredible. Um, your weight's moving down, which is also really good. And we're just slightly under that sort of one pound per week drop. But then we noticed that on your type form, you put that you weren't happy with your progress, which probably says to us that like you want faster, faster fat loss. So if you remember when I first set your calories, you were like, that's all well and good. I'm not sure I can adhere to that. Let me let me bump them up. That's fine. Um, at the same time, like we just want you to get just potentially a little bit closer to, uh, you know, what we prescribed initially, if you want faster fat loss. Again, this is a collaboration. You might be like, no, I'm happy. Everything's good. And that's fine. But because you've put that you weren't and you might want quicker results, potentially have a little think about pulling calories down. All right. Or indeed cool. inc increasing expenditure. Um, yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Do you think that if I stick to the calories I have now, I'm still likely to reach that goal bit in a longer time period? Because if that's the case, and I don't mind, it's not really like the length of time. Wicked. Um, in answer to that question, yeah, because you are moving down. You are moving yeah. down, do you know what I mean? You're, you're, you're losing just under a pound a week. So that's what I mean. If there's no like hard and fast deadline, if you're enjoying it, if you don't mm -hmm. want to feel hungrier and you've got, you know, things to focus on, I'm, I'm all for that. Just okay. Make sure those expectations are aligned and we're cool. Yeah, for sure. Thank Perfect. you. Anna, all good. Wicked. And, uh, and too, if you could do some progress pictures and measurements as well next week, because then we can not just rely on weight and just make sure that, you know, see what's happening there. Um, next, we've got James Cook doing absolutely amazing. I've looked at your progress pictures and I can see that you're coming in nicely. So just keep doing what you're doing. But just we just want to make sure your hunger is okay. 
if you're like starving hungry then perhaps we look to bring your calories up but right now you're doing absolutely amazing so just let us know if you're really really hungry basically yeah progress pictures looking great man we're getting great feedback off you the scale weight's looking incredible um but we just don't want you to be too starving so just make sure that hunger's in check if it is incredible if you wanted to chew your own arm off then potentially bump calories back up but we can have that conversation all right but so so good to kind of see you take this program and run with it and incredible uh, wicked all right i'm gonna do my man joe beckett in new york uh beckett dude so essentially you've put that hungers up a little bit this week quite a bit but your weight's pretty much the same sort of thing so again now it's a case of okay can we now tighten up in terms of adherence why was this week a week whereby you were so hungry was it food choices was it lack of planning was it the case that we've always been hungry um but if weight's kind of like staying where it is, then obviously we need to create a deficit out of somewhere, man. And I know how busy you are. So like increasing steps might not be a thing, um, but just let us know what the score is with that and we can make the necessary adjustments. All right. Cool. Then we've got Marika. So I think you put no regards to happy with progress, but your average weight, if you compare your average weight, is actually coming down and so are your measurements. So whether well, your measurements from the 23rd, so if you just do your measurements again next week, we can see what's happening. But when I look at it, everything's coming down nicely. So don't stress there. You're doing good. Yeah, 100 percent. And I think you said that, um, you know, this week you were on and therefore, you know, potentially hunger was up a little bit, but you didn't press that effort button. So that's another win. And again, when you're kind of like wondering about progress, just take a little bit of a zoom out rather than look at week to week. So, yes, we assess things week to week, but essentially that's that's a really short time to sort of measure progress. And like I say, from the start, like Vic says, you can do really well, which is solid. Uh, Sam Neiman, we had a conversation today already. I'm super proud of her because new mum has boxed off pretty much four to five kilos in the first like few weeks. Incredible. Uh, not counting calories. And essentially same sort of thing as I've been saying, let's now not create a problem that doesn't need to be there. You know, whatever you're now doing with food, carry on. If you're making smart swaps, if you're, I don't know, whatever it is that you're doing, um, safe to say, like if we now look at this progress in the next three, six, nine, 12 months time, like happy days, job done sort of thing, you know? Um, so that's incredible. Really, really happy with that. Like no changes for sure. Cool. Then we've got Andy Taylor here. Yeah, your pictures look awesome. Can definitely see that you're coming in nicely. So you just need to literally keep doing what you're doing because, you know, it's working. We don't need to change anything there. Mate, at like both Andy and Donna, like absolutely smashing it again, sort of like have taken everything that this program has to offer running with it, asking the right questions, just doing it. Like me and Vic are really, really pleased with your progress. So, so good. Andy, I know you were saying that like, you know, you're pleased with it and your scale weight's coming down all the rest of it, but you like feel a little bit bollocks, feel a little bit tired, right? So I guess for me, it's like, cool. Is this now an energy thing? Is it a calorie thing? Or is it just like, you know, there's 101 things and reasons why you might be tired, right? Might be work stress, might be sleep, might be whatever, whatever. So what I would suggest is you actually bring up your calories for a three-day period to, to maintenance calories. And that's been shown to potentially reset some of the, the down regulation of hormones, which happen when we get into a deficit and then dive back in. If you feel better after that, it probably was a calorie thing and a food thing. If you don't, it probably wasn't, but you're not losing anything. You know, we're not gaining weight. We're literally taking three days to kind of like fill up the tank again before going back in. And that's, that would be my recommendation. Bump up your calories by anywhere from, from five to 700 on top of what you're already doing just now. And you'll find that, you know, you'll maintain weight. It might spike up a little bit, but again, that's got nothing to do with body fat. That's just to do with like water weight, glycogen, extra food in the gut. That would be my recommendation. Does that make sense, man? Yeah. So three days. Try, don't like kind of have like an extra biscuit and be like, oh yeah, I'm eating more. Like have the 500 to 700 more. Yeah. Like go all the way there. Do it for three days straight. Go straight back into the deficit and then report back to me. Is that cool? 
Sweet. Um, uh, who's right. next? I'm lost. Let's do Donna because she's she's right there as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, Donna, yeah. you you were absolutely smashing it. I think my only um, observation is like on your forms, you're like happy with progress. It's moving down like slowly but surely. Like you're down pretty much seven pounds in a month. Yeah, that's like that's not that's not slow progress. So I guess it's just about the fact that like we want faster results. Yesterday, we're impatient as humans, but we need to kind of realign our expectations of what you're doing. That's that is not slow progress in any way, shape, or form. If anything, that's on the faster end of the scale. So I would be well chuffed. Don't create a problem that doesn't need to be there in your mind. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, we're, we're both well pleased. So as long as hunger's good and all the rest of it, incredible. Just carry on. Yeah, and Donna, your pictures look really great as well. And actually, it's really nice when people put their progress pictures and measurements because you can really, really see the changes um, in your physique. So yeah, they look awesome. Um, I've got Fiona here. Again, we don't need to make any changes to macros. Keep doing what you're doing. Doing good only suggestion I'm going to say is when you do progress pictures for us if you could just do a crop top and shorts just so that we can kind of see what's happening to your midsection as well because at the moment we've got a, a top on and we can't quite see but other than that no changes need to be made there perfect so so good uh, we've got Jade up next Jade I think is an absolute operator when it comes to this sort of stuff Jade, if you're listening back, the, the thing that we now to kind of need to keep an eye on is, is your mindset. And again, creating problems that, again, don't need to be there. If we've got like a family meal or a family weekend, again, that never made or broke anyone's progress in terms of fat loss, in terms of muscle building. Um, you know, we our goal right now is to gain muscle. So we don't want you losing weight. Totally appreciate we don't want you gaining weight at a massive rate because that will probably you know mess with your head and such. But as long as you're not losing weight, as long as you're progressing in the gym uh, and you're getting stronger, you're kind of getting that progressive overload in it's going to change your physique. It's going to change your body shape. Yeah. So just kind of like keep the goal, the goal, keep focused. Don't let things get into your head and let carry on because you know, your physique improves very quickly, which is grand. Cool. Vic, how are we doing? Um, I think we've got everyone. Oh no, Samantha Parry. Do you want to do that? Yeah. So absolutely amazing. Just need to keep doing what you're doing. Everything looks good. Um, but yeah, if you could just get some progress pictures again, just so we can just see what's happening, that'd be absolutely awesome. And again, I've, I've talked to you before, Sam, and I know that, you know, you've, you've got a lot on, especially with the little one and what have you. So the fact that your scale weight has come down the way it has, and you reported that clothes are feeling better, absolutely incredible. And, uh, just keep doing what it is that you're doing, right? Absolutely incredible. Kind of the mindset as well, that kind of the scale weight went up and it didn't freak you out. That's, that's really, really powerful. And again, just try and step on the scales, get off it again. Don't worry about the ups and the downs. Look at your happy scale and that will kind of take a nice big sort of zoom out of what's actually going on. All right, but incredible stuff considering everything that you've got going on. So, so good. And then Vic, I think last one, we've got Darren. Is that right? Oh yeah, I've written that somewhere, but I don't know why. If you could I've... just go through that one for me, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I've got him. Darren, uh, dude, I know you're coming off the back of COVID and uh, we just kind of got back into it this week, which is again, pretty good. So just sort of take your time with it and get back into it slowly. Um, it's a funny one in terms of body composition because you're at that kind of crossroads in, in our opinion, whereby... Um, you know, you're lean enough that you could start a muscle building phase. Um, or we would like to see you just get a touch leaner, maybe like three to five pounds. Um, so like, you know, concentrate on fat loss. And then we've got this nice big runway to actually gain muscle. That would be our recommendation. But again, you might be like, no, mate, I don't want to do that. I, I want to gain from now. So again, they're your goals is your body. And we'll just take you there the best way that we know, we know how. All right. But we would probably recommend if you can stick it out a little bit more weight loss, like two to five pounds, three to five pounds, and then boom, we're going to be sweet. Um, but obviously let us know your opinion. 
wicket. All right, guys, that was it in terms of feedback and check-ins. But essentially, everyone that checks in on time will now receive feedback. And the only reason we haven't done this so far is because you need to run the plan for a little bit to kind of like let it, let it work. You know what I mean? The first two to four weeks, you just need to do what's set. And now we can start to see like where we're at in terms of needing to, to iterate and move up or down, left or right. Cool. All right, guys. Was that it? Any other questions about anything? Feel free to come on. Feel free to chuck it in the chat box. Or are you all set? You know what you're doing this week. We're good to go. You've got your training, you've got your nutrition. And we're sweet. All good? Incredible. Wicked. All right. Well, listen, let's, uh, let's call it a day. Any problems, chuck it in the Facebook group. But uh, phenomenal to see so many of you. Well done for checking in. Let's keep this ball rolling. Like we kind of spoke about last week, that initial sort of January umph of New Year, New Me is firmly gone now. The Christmas kind of lull has gone. Let's really make some progress in February and, uh, you know, push forwards this month for sure. Lots of progress. I've got a question. Yes, go ahead. Um, so my weight's gone down and stuff like that, but I didn't take any progress pictures and stuff and measurements. Should I still start doing that? Like 100%, 100%. Okay. And also I like my weight's gone down and I'm not counting calories, but I have made quite a lot of food changes. Um, Sometimes I worry like how sustainable it is and what should I do about that? Because sometimes, uh, you know, like I just had a period recently and I didn't eat any chocolate and that felt really extreme for me. Yeah. You know, I know that that's not really sustainable going like going on because I've still got Christmas chocolates sitting in the cupboard. I just look yeah. at them and ignore them. So but I just, you know, at what point should you, should you just completely put that aside during the fat loss period? Or is it okay to <laughs> have a little dabble? What's best? And, you know, some okay, I've had, I've still, even though I've lost um, a fair few kilograms, I've still had the odd glass of wine, but the very odd one, you know, and occasionally I do think, God, I'd love to just finish the bottle and I haven't done it. <laughs> but, you know, I do worry, like, is that sustainable? Um, yeah. So stuff like that. And so for Monday, I know I'm going out to a pub, quite a few drinks and stuff like that. So, like, should you try and cram in the workouts on the weekend? Because I won't be doing them on Monday and Tuesday. And I don't know, just how do I keep things sustainable? Vic, let me answer the first part of this question in terms of sustainability. And then when it comes to, like, the the hormonal stuff around, like, you know, Mm -hmm. chocolate and and periods, I'm going to let you do that. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Essentially, Sam, like, you got to think, right, a couple of things. Number one is, you know, to be brutally honest, going back to like normal life however that looked normal life like that got you in a position whereby you needed to like raise your hand and be like right i need i need help with fat loss right so we can, if you're like up for this like permanent change we can never go back to a situation whereby like every night we're doing like chocolates and wine sort of thing so there has to be some lifelong change however to your point yeah. you're already thinking like shit man like i i know i'm not going to be able to sustain this and that's, that's quite a big red flag so like are you going to have to make some changes for good yeah but like losing fat is a temporary thing yeah so like the the habits in which you're doing the steps the workouts the water the protein yeah that's all stuff you're going to have to do for life like soz the the actual losing fat bit and reducing calories that really is a temporary thing yeah you've only got to do that until you're the weight you want to be do you get me so like you don't have to do yes you don't have to do that for life but like the habits you kind of do that sort of yeah but if you're already thinking like shit i can see myself not doing this and i can't wait for this to end that's a massive red flag 
I don't think I'm thinking I can't wait for it to end because I'm I'm pleased with progress and I want more progress. So I'm yeah. quite driven with it. Solid. But I'm also still often looking at that Toblo in the cupboard, you know. And yeah. I know one day I'm going to break and have a piece. And then I just so I just need to know how to make it not feel like I've done something wrong or like, you know, I've done something terrible. Yeah, well, you haven't. You drinking haven't. a glass of wine. I don't want it to be like that. I just, right. I, I want to know how to factor it in. But you've just already not like before. Yeah, exactly that. But you've already proven to yourself, right? Because you, it's not like you've gone teetotal with everything. You're like, I had a couple glasses of wine. Right, you've yeah. had a couple glasses of wine and you're down five kilos. So you've already proved to yourself that you have the ability to like moderate or whatever. And just like, honestly, don't overthink it. So like, if you're going out for like a meal, do we now need the start of the main, the dessert, the wine, the cheese, but like pick your indulgences to be like, right, tonight, like there's a really nice company who I'm with. I'm going to have the bottle. It's going to be all good. But guess what? I'm going to say no to dessert. All right, fine. If there's your favorite dessert on the menu, I'm going to smash that dessert. I'm going to say no to booze. Just pick your indulgences. I wouldn't overthink it though, because you're already demonstrating that you're, you're doing some of this already, which is phenomenal. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, and when it comes to around your cycle, naturally, actually, a lot of women, not every woman, burn just a little bit more. I think they say on average it's like 200 calories per day. So I would, if I was you, just have a bit of chocolate if that doesn't make you want to crave and binge on it. If it makes you want to crave and binge on it, I would stay yeah. away from it. But if it, if you can eat it, fine, around that time and not have to not be like, oh, my God, I want to eat everything, just have a, have a bit of chocolate, you know? It's, it's not bad at all. You don't want to think this is a bad food because then when you think it's bad, you're going to feel guilt. You're going to feel shame. Yeah. And then you want to eat over it on it because you'll be like, oh, just start again on Monday. So no, it's not a bad food. You can definitely have it. It's all about balance, moderation, etc. Especially around that time of the month. Don't feel bad because you are burning that little bit more. Well, okay, we thank you. We normally recommend like, yeah, a two to 300 calorie sort of increase the week before you know a lady might come on because again hunger is probably through the roof your bmr is higher and whatever whatever so allow that and also what like a little tip is as well is like if you find it hard to like moderate the toblerone yeah buy like single packets of stuff so then you know once it's gone it's gone do, do you get me so like yeah. rather than be like i'm only gonna have one square and you don't do you know what i mean like that's hard to do yeah but yeah crack on because you're doing well yeah okay thank you okay all right, anyone else got anything they want to go through? Oh, sweet. Wicked. All right, guys, we'll leave it there for now. Have a great rest of your evening. Have a great weekend. And uh, yeah, we'll talk soon. Anything we've missed, chuck it in the group. All right? Cool. Carry on, carrying on. Good stuff in a bit. <laughs>